Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guidance, servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Hope everyone is doing fantastic on this amazing, tremendous, terrific Tuesday. It's a very rainy and great Tuesday here in Crescent City, California. So I hope wherever you are, it is sunny and you're staying warm and it is not too cold. So today I wanted to talk to you about this concept of children not having a conscience. And this is really important because a lot of times we will be encountering a child, maybe your child breaks something or maybe they hurt someone else or maybe they, um, you know, they, they steal something in a store or, or do something that represents um, some level of stress behavior issues. And then a lot of times, one of the first things that happens is adults will rush up on the child right in the midst of a stressful situation. And they'll say, well, how'd you feel about that? And don't you, don't you feel bad about that? And all of a start, sudden start kind of berating the child and trying to get, elicit this response of remorse. There's something about that response of remorse that just, I don't know, it just makes adults you know, it, it just, I think it fosters that false illusion of safety. And I want to speak to that for a minute because I know there was a, a, a pioneer back in the day. He wrote a book, um, something about social mayhem and children without a conscience. And, and especially during the whole reactive attachment disorder thing, the big thing and conduct disorder, the big thing was, you know, these children who don't have a conscience, et cetera, et cetera. Well, here's what people don't understand. And, and I hope to shed a little bit of light on this for you guys. When we are in stress and there's, there's really, uh, in my lectures, I used to, this one, this one slide, I used to say, Poor social skills, learning difficulties, and no conscience. What do those three three What do those three things all have in common? So, if a child has poor social skills, if they have learning difficulties, and if they demonstrate no conscience, what's the common denominator of all three of those things? And the common denominator is stress. When we are stressed, we constrict into survival. This is so very important. When we are stressed, we constrict into survival. What does survival mean? Does survival mean that you can have concern and empathy and remorse for your fellow human being? Does survival mean that you're going to take your shirt off and give it to the person without a shirt? Does survival mean that you're going to take your food and give it to someone else so that they eat and you don't? No, survival means survival. When we are stressed and we constrict into survival, that is the only thing we can do is survive. And so a lot of times we take children, children who've experienced trauma, which is very important because when they've experienced trauma in their brainstem, so that stress escalates and their brainstem gets activated. When that brainstem gets activated, all of the most traumatic events they've ever experienced come alive again and threaten their present being. And so survival is also attached to those trauma memories and those trauma experiences. Now, here's the thing. When a child is operating in that level of survival, they cannot, it is physiologically impossible for this child in that moment, physiologically, psychologically, and emotionally in that moment 
to demonstrate any level of conscience because they are in survival. But here's the thing, you have to, you don't have to, but when you understand unequivocally that a child who's, in, who's stressed out, who's potentially in survival, that they are scared, that they are perhaps fearful of their life, they're fearful of their home, they're fearful of their placement, they're fearful of getting sent away, that the best thing you can do is help that child to calm down first. What you are then doing is you are helping their thinking to come back online. You're helping their short-term memory to come back. And when you can give them a little bit of space, a little bit of time, it's not going to be right there in that moment. It wouldn't be for any of us. If any of us did something really stressful and someone tries to come and get us to, like the last time as an adult, the last time you got mad at someone and maybe you yelled or maybe you threatened or maybe you did something, what if they had turned right around and said, now don't you feel bad for making me feel bad? Like you'd be like, screw you. No, I don't. Because you're still in survival in that moment. You have to give the person some time, give them some space. Give them an opportunity to feel less threatened. And after that happens, after you've created a little window of time, could be an hour, could be two hours, then what will happen is their thinking comes back online, their short-term memory comes activated, their cellular system, it stops moving, it moves from survival back into a more relaxed state, a more open state, a more thriving state, a state that is conducive to relationship. And when they move into that state that is conducive to relationship and their thinking processes come back online and their short-term memory becomes more active again, that's when you can talk to them. That's when you can talk to them and ask them how they feel about the way the situation went down. Ask them and see, you know, the other thing with kids, here's, here's a lot of times, a big frustration for me is a lot of time with kids is because we operate in this XYZ world, we just focus on the behavior. We just focus on the way the thing is showing up in that moment. We, we take very little time. We spend very little time coming back and thinking about, hey, good, good evening, Mama Wilma. We spend very little time thinking about what led up to that situation. Situations don't just occur out of nowhere. And I tell this people, tell this to people over and over and over again. There is there is no just unexpected boom, this just happens. There's always a build up to experiences, to outcomes, and that's called the process. And so when you have a conversation with that person, when you've given them an opportunity to calm down and settle down, then you're going to get a more logical, rational response, but as long as they feel threatened, as long as they feel overwhelmed, they're going to shut down and all they can do in that moment is be in survival. So I hope that's helpful for you guys. Remember, in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from our same imprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm, or we can stop. Breathe with me. Take three to ten deep breaths and we can choose love. God bless you. Big Papa loves you. And I'll see you tomorrow. Actually, I have a lecture from 3.30 to 6.30. So I'll probably just be streaming that because it'll be right in the middle of uh, post-daily dose time. So you'll get to uh, hear a little bit of that lecture tomorrow. Okay, guys, have a fantastic evening. We'll see you tomorrow.